Hi, my turtle doves. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? How are you? Today is December twenty second, two thousand and twenty one. We um we are a couple days away from Christmas, which is on a Saturday. How weird. Um, but I just wanted to come on and have a conversation, which is one sided because you guys don't speak to me. <laughs> Anyway, I love you, my turtle doves. I really, really do. Um, so before I begin, I do want to just go ahead and say a quick prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come humbly before your throne. We ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, those known and unknown, especially those known, because it is not our will to displease you. It is not our desire to go against the perfect will that you would have for our lives. Father God, to everyone who's listening to this podcast and everyone who is connected to that person, I plead the blood of Jesus over their lives. I plead Psalms 91 over their lives that no plague shall come nigh their dwelling. I plead the blood of Jesus over their lives that as they go throughout their days that they go through it knowing that they can cast all their cares on you because it is you who gives them rest and peace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as they go out, you clear a path of safety. If they are traveling for the holidays, you clear a path of safety as they travel on the highways and byways. Protect them from any harm or danger, any accidents, any traffic pileup, Father God. I pray that when they join with family, that you protect them from any virus, anything that would try to enter their bodies that was not created by you, for you are the creator of our bodies, and that is not something that you placed in it and you didn't create it for us if they do come in contact your word says by their by your stripes they are healed so father god i'm claiming healing in the name of jesus for anyone that may be struggling and battling with any type of sickness um father god if those that don't have family those that won't get anything for christmas i pray that you keep them close to you because the bible says that blessed are they that mourn for this shall be comforted. The Bible says that God is close to those who are brokenhearted. So, Father God, I'm praying that you draw them nigh to you as they draw nigh to you. To uh, you draw them nigh to you as you draw nigh to them. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you touch every head of household, every child that is in the home that may not have food as they're away for the Christmas break. I pray that anybody that is out there that is struggling with any type of mental battles, Father God, that you touch their minds and you give them peace. Peace. You give them peace. Anybody that's dealing with the loss peace. I pray that you give them peace. And Father God, I just want to thank you for loving us because you didn't love us because we loved you or you didn't love us because of something that we did. You loved us because of us. You loved us in spite of us. You thought so much of us that you felt that the world needed another one of us. And you just love on us even though we don't deserve it. So Father God, I just thank you. I thank you. In the name of Jesus, I pray these things. In the Father, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. That last thing just took me out a little bit because he loved us in spite of us. Even when our friends rejected us, even when our mothers and fathers rejected us, our brothers and sisters, our bosses, everyone around us rejected us. Even when we felt that we were too far gone in our sin and in our mess that we couldn't be redeemed. God said that I came to die on the cross and not God, but God sent Jesus to die on the cross so that our sins can be forgiven and that we can have redemption. If only his people who were called by his name will humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, God, I just thank you for loving on us. But um, I'm here to just talk a little bit about generational curses. And as you know, I do drink coffee in the morning. So if you hear a couple of silent moments, seconds or whatever, that's me sipping on my hazelnut coffee. <laughs> Hence, just now. So I came to talk a little bit about generational curses. Um, And it's, it's not like a long drawn out. Um, podcast that I have about it, but I just wanted to say a couple things about generational curses. So if you listen to my previous podcast, you heard how my mom um, had us in the room with the lights off and we prayed and she prayed that the yoke of bondage be broken and that generational curses be broken over our family. And I started to think about it. What does a broken generational curse look like what does a broken generational curse look like if you think that a broken generational curse is millions of dollars in the bank you're still suffering under a generational curse (laughs) you are still in the yoke of bondage because i was talking to my brother the other day and i just started to list a couple things that wasn't seen in our family in the previous years graduating from high school marriage children saying i love you putting money in the bank or even having a bank account having a vehicle um going to college whether you finished or not Um, Just small things like being able to have a conversation, being able to read the Bible, being able to not um, be addicted and bound to smoking cigarettes and doing drugs and drinking, knowing enough to move away from the very thing that's keeping you in bondage and that's keeping you in the generational curse so that you can grow. Um, I thought about all of the different things that um, transpired in our family. And I realized that you don't have to do it all to break a generational curse. You only have to, excuse me, plant the seed so that that seed can grow. And then the curse starts to be broken little by little over time. And some people won't, won't, (laughs) some people by all means won't, um, rise to the occasion or go into the calling when some people want to be bound by drugs some people want to be addicted and I thought about how my mom packed up and this all came because I was thinking I used to say I don't want to be like my mom and one day my brother told me you're gonna end up just like your mama 
And I was like, what the heck is he talking about? Like, we weren't raised. He wasn't raised in the house with us. So for him to say that, it kind of like, it bothered me. And I didn't realize how much it bothered me. Because I do want to be like, my mom, my mom was a warrior. Yes, she was a warrior at times. But she was a warrior in life because she showed up every single time. There was never a moment where she didn't show up or she just bowed out. You know, they say you have to know when to bow out gracefully. My mom was not a bow out gracefully kind of person. She was going to fight until the end. And that's what she did for her children. But I thought about how I wasn't raised with cousins, um, certain cousins and certain family members. And I realized I and, and I thought about how my mom packed up everything that we had and she moved to a whole nother city. And we had a conversation about that. That conversation would be between me and my mom and my brothers and maybe if I wanted to share it in the future. But we had a conversation and she said that in order to grow, I had to move away from the thing that was keeping me bound. And what I saw go, I I saw my mom go from always being evicted and this and that and the third now we we got evicted a couple more times after that right so i'm not saying that a hundred percent she was um she you know it was a hundred percent um perfect when we moved but i'm saying that when my mom moved to um that's that other county i noticed that she started working and she started um being able to pay bills a little bit more yes she was holding on um for a ring wing and a prayer because she was raising the children on her own and doing it on her own and i remember her making like um back then when a waitress salary was like a dollar and 15 cents or something like that and they lived off their tips so I saw my mom try to keep us in the same area to keep us in the same school so that way we can grow up with friends. And she started to just start, she started to build a foundation. And, and I think that that's what she was trying to do. She would move in the same area um, so that way we can stay at the same school for years. And I remember that before we was going to different schools I, i've been to multiple elementary schools multiple middle schools and then um i've only been to one high school um until she passed away and then i had to go to another one when i moved from that city but it's just that at the end of the day when you think about generational curses being broken it does not always have to deal with oh i'm gonna be a millionaire you know you can be the first person in your family that gets a car and pays a car note you can be the first car um not car insurance but life insurance i was telling my brother do you know that we got life insurance policies which is not something that was a thing you you didn't want to talk about life insurance with your family because you felt like it was calling the inevitable and i mean this is something that's going to happen but why not be prepared and not have to have your family struggle figuring out how they're going to lay you to rest you know that's one thing like they already have to deal with the fact that you're gone if they like you <laughs> If they like you, but they already have to deal with the fact that you're gone. Now they have to deal with the fact that they don't know how they're going to lay you to rest, which my mom didn't have a policy and the, the horrific things that I had to endure listening to them decide who was going to pay for what. And my mom still doesn't have a headstone to this day, which is nobody's fault, but mine, because what well, I mean, I would, I would take the blame because I'm older now and I know that she doesn't have a headstone and I can start to make payments on it. So it's like, it's like I can't blame anyone now at this age. But they didn't want to buy the headstone. They wanted to cremate her. It was so many different things. But I'm just saying that generational curses, ultimately what I'm saying is, is that 
breaking a generational curse does not always have to do with the physical things. Your family can, and I, and I told my brother, I said, we go to the doctor and we make an appointment and we actually show up. We start to eat differently just so that we can change the way our blood, blood pressure is and we can change the way that our heart is and we go and we get these tests and we do the things that we're supposed to do just to make sure that we're okay. So in that, generational curses are not always physical. Generational curses can be finishing high school. It can be um, not having children out of wedlock. It can be being abstinent. It can be not doing drugs and, and, and it can be just quitting smoking cigarettes there's so many different things that a generational curse being broken looks like so i don't want you to put generational curses being broken in a box and said that if it don't look like this generational curses are not being broken like i said just waking up in the morning saying good morning and i love you for me is a broken generational curse because my mom would get up and <laughs> it ain't no good morning you know it, it ain't no good morning and not to say that she was just, she didn't love us you know my mom would wake up in the morning and she would go in the kitchen and just start cooking or she would go in the bathroom and smoke her cigarette while she saw or you know think about what she has to do for that day so it wasn't no good morning so good morning i love you i love you at the end of a conversation talk to you later um just Having a conversation with a loved one who does not have anything to give you um, at the moment. Not expecting that when they call or when they come around, they have to come around with a gift or with money. Those type of things are generational curses being broken. Sitting down with your nieces and nephews and your children and your brother's children and just having a conversation with them and telling them about your childhood. Talking to them about different things and not leaving them in the dark and not knowing anything about their family. Those things are generational curses because... There was a, at one point in time, there was a time where I said, I didn't know who my mom was. I had to learn about her from other people. So just sitting down and speaking with your kids, going, the thing that they call quote unquote white people stuff, sitting down and painting, painting cookies for Christmas and gingerbread houses. And I know it may seem like I'm rambling, but I'm just telling you that a generational curse being broken does not always have to be financial it does not always have to be physical it can be spiritual it can be mental i broke a generational curse just by going to counseling and talking about the things that happened to me and talking about my emotions i broke a generational curse just by saying i am not okay i need somebody you know so my my turtle does i challenge you to break generational curses little by little. Plant the seed today for the tree that you want to grow tomorrow. Plant the seed today for the harvest that you want to reap years from now in your upcoming um, children and their children and your children's children. And if you don't have children, your family members along your bloodline, just plant the seed today that you want to grow tomorrow that's my challenge to you my turtle doves i pray that generational curses be broken over your house generational curses be broken over your family generational curses be broken over your relationships over your job over your finances even because i don't want to um i don't want to just exempt finances so i love you my turtle doves with all of the love that god placed inside of me i hope you have an amazing holiday an awesome christmas and a 
happy new year if I don't make another podcast before then. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are resilient. You are worthy because God deemed you worthy. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you and he knows the plans that he has for you and that's to prosper you and never to harm you. So continue going. Keep going, my turtle doves. I love you. Have an amazing day.